Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Hey friends, T.J. and I will be performing at the Brea Improv November 15th through 17th. We'd really like to see as many of you as possible at those shows. At least 10 of the 12 and a half would be much appreciated. Following week, we'll be together again in Cleveland at Hilarities. That's November 21st through 23rd. Then on the 24th, for one night only, we'll be in Detroit at the Comedy Castle. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this hot, tasty, buttery, spicy pod. Hi there. I, uh, Hi, Delta Snare Lines. How may I snap you? I lost my charger. Um... And I was curious if oh, you, you might have it back there. Yeah. So, well, we have quite a few chargers back here. It's so a charger with gonna... an extra long cord. It's over nine yeah, feet. It's okay. Well, we've got... It's a, more of a tether, really. We've got <clears throat> well over 15 of those. Is it oh, a uh, Android or is it an iPhone? It's an iPhone. And it's and an uh, iPhone 5, 5S, 6, 6S, 7, nothing else on that one, 8... 8X, 8S, 8L, 80 no, it's another L. Or is it a 9? 9S, 9C, 10X, are they the same thing? Roman numerals, or is it an iPhone 11 with the new camera that nobody gives a shit about? It's, I think it's the one after that. Is there any of them after that? After the 11? Yeah. Well, they're forthcoming, so they haven't reached a consumer market, but there's the uh, Why don't you show me 12, what, show me what the 12C, the 12S, <laughs> the 13, the oh no, let's not do a 13 because it's unlucky, the 14, the 15, hold on, there's some air traffic control. Yeah, we've had some, some grounded flights. So we've got, yeah. Well, we've got a couple emergency vehicles going yeah. around. Well, if you could just give me a cord, uh, you know, because I, uh, with a charger. Well, I listen, I mean... I, all of the... Is it after the iPhone 2.9? It's after the first one and before the last one. Somewhere in that. So all of betwixt, those... Betwixt the two. Well, everything betwixt the first and last ice. My charger is the cream between the Oreo cookies. Mm. Double stuff? Yeah. Okay. Uh, double down, double stuff. Any, all the chargers that I have will uh, work with all of the phones that I just mentioned. So oh, I, Okay. I'm not sure why I mentioned yeah. that. I just, I know a lot so where about it. So where are you keeping these? Because if I could just take a look, I'll, I'm sure I'll be able to recognize it. It's the well, best one uh, with the longest cord. That's not really have. our policy. Oh, okay. So if How you could just work? describe the charger to me, I can rifle through this cardboard box that I wrote. Okay. Lost well, in, one, one si- lost one part and frowned is two- what I wrote on it. Kind yeah. of a joke for myself. Yeah. I don't care for my job. Uh, I'm divorced. I have two kids and a dog. Uh, three of them are dead. And every day is another day that I convince myself not to end it. So on the side of the box, I wrote lost and frowned. Ah, I see. I said lost yeah. and uh, found because a lot of people that come in here, they, they frown quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm feeling pretty happy that you've got that amount of chargers. You know. So if you could just describe it to my me. My wife lost one, too. So 
there might be two in there that have. Okay, so all yeah. you have to do is describe. Okay, I'll describe them to it. Me. Here it is. There's, there's on one side. There's two prongs, and those mm. go into the wall. And I'm sure most of them have one of those. No, I mean, I, you know, we no? have some European connectors, okay. yeah, which this is, is the American two circular. Yeah. And then uh, we have some that is, is just a big plug, just mm-hmm. a big, almost butt plug sized mm-hmm. plug that just yeah. goes right into a big old socket. And then the other and side, then, and then there's a long sort of string. It's sort of a cord. cord. They mm-hmm. call it a cord. And it's about nine feet. And is and that then, the uh, same as a electro rope? Mm, yeah, it's an electric rope. No, no, electro rope. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, a lot of people say cord, but uh, yeah. for me, it's an electro rope. See, I thought it was an electric rope. No. Hmm. No. Okay. So it has an electro rope yeah. and a two prong plugging system. Yeah. Yeah. I used to call this charger his pronginess. Hmm. I had a name for it. A lot of people don't name their chargers. Is that true? Yeah. His pronginess yeah, it was? His pronginess. Okay. Where is. His pronginess. Okay. So it's very prong. That one side. Really prongy. Prong, very prongy. prongy. Okay. More prongy than a normal charger. So would you say it's prongier than any other charger you've it's seen? It's the prongiest charger I've ever All right. Well, let me rifle on. through here. And, and I'm really just, missing it right now. Don't hurt yourself. Just, the prongs can really. Just, just rifle through. Okay. Well, I found one that's very prongy, uh, but what what color is this charger? Oh, um, it depends. You know, Unless, really, Depends on the lighting. Unless I was okay. Yeah, I was gonna say unless you don't see color. Yeah, I don't. A lot of people are colorblind. I'm actually uh, shade blind, okay. colorblind. I don't see shades of. Okay. What hue? It's almost you, a straight blindness. What is, hue would you? I, would, I don't know what hue it is, but I'll tell you this: it's on the spectrum of colors. It's in there. It's in there. There's some Sir, I'm color be to it. Straightforward with you. Yeah, I don't think that you lost a charger. What? What the? I who the, who the where Horton, the t, here's T J what is that you Horton are you Horton here's the who are you yes are you working at the airport now yes it dealt it's now the like airlines yes of course this is yeah, amazing no, no things are going really poorly for oh. me so I, I picked up a job at the airport I oh. didn't recognize you do you want to t- you can take that mustache off you well you to. know I always like to you know I don't like to be well, bothered at great the airport disguise, but take, take off the mustache. I didn't recognize you. You can, can take you, off those fake sarong. eyebrows. Take Go ahead and take them off. The sarong. How come you're fully? How come your face is completely covered? Well, it's covered with a uh, what's traditionally called a do rag because they are opaque, so you can see through them. And I guess that's why I didn't. Yeah, I didn't recognize you. Usually, at all. I recognize your hue right off the bat. Well, I haven't seen. Yeah. Well, look. Hey, listen. Your hue is luminescent. That's what I've heard, but I don't see hues. Well, to be honest with you, I put some. Uh, Glitter on earlier in the hopes that I would get a swift fuck when I got home. <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, look, I know that you didn't lose hey, your no, charger. Let's talk about hey, that whoa, later. whoa. Hey, while I've got Hold you. on, hold on. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to give you a charger. Okay? So here. Here's the, here's the prongiest charger in the bunch. Thank you. That's a good one. This mm. would be the prongiest in the posse. You know what? I mean, I haven't seen you in like two months. So I'll, t- I'll see you later, Cash. No, no, no. Actually. Go ahead and uh, say thank you and uh, head out, and then I'll ask you another question. Good day, sir. Good day to you. Hey, Cash. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to know, did you sneak in here? Uh, yeah. You did? Yeah. So you don't have a flight at all? You, snuck, you just snuck in? Yeah. Yeah. Why did 
I, I know you like to do it, but why did you sneak in here to the airport? Oh, really, there's only one reason. What would that be? To do a hot, hot buttery, tasty, spicy, spicy buttery pot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Well, Let's to all it, the buddy. 12 and a half. Uh, we really practiced the I end mean, of that. I mean, we, and you know, it just spacey hot pod, spacey, spicy, no, we just, we, very spicy. You really were not <laughs> up for the. Did you sneak in as you leave? You wrote it. He wrote it down on a. I thought we were going to do it at the end of the in sweet dining. I know, but I thought we were going to do it at the end of the episode. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that. Well, we'll do it at the end, also. Okay, let's do it again. Yeah, we'll it's going to be a big surprise. We'll do it when at we the end. It. Yeah, at the end. We have a lot of catching up to do. Lots we have to talk about. Lot, lot to, to catch up about. on. Lots, lots to talk, to talk about, about. Lots to catch up on. I want to start off. I mean, you were you. And the amount of time that we've been gone from each other is not ideal. Not, it's not. I, this is the longest I think we've been away from each other uh, since we've first done the show. So we have a lot of stories Ooh. to tell. And it's uh, so cold in Cleveland that lawyers had to put their hands in other people's pockets because they weren't wearing pants and their goddamn dicks were about to freeze off. A shout out to the cashing in Oh, we uh, love this, right. Do you on have Twitter? The, what is it? It's cashing in quotes. That's it. At cashing in quotes. And guys, reach out to us and quotes. tell us who you are because I'd love to send you some hot sauce because... Put on your notifications, put down your pants, and pick up your phones, because they every day they do a couple quotes from cashing in, and yeah. it's it really it warms our heart, and it's just yeah. it's so nice because that's another great way to help the podcast make people's day a little bit mm-hmm. more people's day. So, mm-hmm. thank you to cashing in quotes at cashing in quotes. You know what we always like to do? We always you know. I, I'm trying to remember the show at this point. It's been so long, but often we oh, used wow. to start off the show with the uh, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Oh, uh, oh, 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 the everything bagel cop out. Why? Make up your mind. <laughs> I mean, oh, if you say I'll have an everything bagel, yeah, it's, it's like, like um, choose egg bagel, get a cinnamon raisin here. Everything. Are, they, are we doing this with everything out with other things? Have you been? Have you ever done this joke? I go on and I go. <clears throat> excuse me, I'll have the everything, and they go. You'd like the everything bagel, and I go no, everything but the bagel, and then no, I'll just have them. I'll have them pack everything but the all everything the, bagel into just a bag. The bagel. So all the locks, yeah. the cream cheese, yeah. everything else. I just want a bag of that. So I'll have everything but the bagel. Have you done that? Oh yeah. Really? Costs about uh, $730. <laughs> but uh, it's well worth it. It's not worth it's it. Not, you, it's, well, you don't end yeah. up eating the bag. But yeah. I that was the first time I gave a bag of food to a homeless person, and uh, they spit in my hair. Well, <laughs> I would like to. It wasn't to, my hair. I had extensions. Yeah, I would like but to it was human it. hair. I would do it without the bag, even. Just put your hand out and, and say, say, everything but the bagel. And I would bagel. like it extracted. Everything but the bagel. Baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a cop-out, I guess. I mean, I don't understand. There's a lot of bagel stuff I don't understand. I don't eat bagels much, but I don't understand the veggie cream cheese. I don't understand the salmon cream cheese. Why not just get salmon? I don't really understand light cream cheese. If you eat a bagel, that's equivalent to, I think, six pieces of toast or something. So just get the good cream cheese. I don't know why you wouldn't get an egg bagel. Yeah. Well, and there's 
Garlic bagel, doesn't make sense. Cinnamon raisin bagel, yes, but do you want to be like everybody else? There's on the a planet? chocolate chip bagel. Have a cookie. Have a cookie. Do the cookie. Well, though, I'd an- say I'd rather have a chocolate chip bagel than a cookie now that you said it out loud. Really? It's soft as moist. I mean, what's the best? I tried it for the first what's time. What's the best chocolate chip cookie? You can't. Soft and chewy. Right. Can't taste the uh, chocolate chips enough in a chocolate chip bagel. But I mean, bagel. think about it. Chips Ahoy, their best chocolate chip cookies, the soft and chewy. Mm-hmm. The reason is they're trying to emulate, not imitate, emulate home-baked chocolate chip cookies and the gooey, chewy, soft, and hooey, if you think that that's not the best type. Of. So I think an even softer, chewier chocolate chip cookie is a chocolate chip bagel. You ever said, I'll have a bagel? Hold the crust. The exterior? I just you want the want, interior. It's the donut. I want the, I want the interior extracted in, in, from the bagel. Interior bagel. The donut <laughs> hole of bagels. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You should start a shop. Interior bagels. Interior bagels. <laughs> yeah. Underneath it says, forget the crust. You'll never remember you. <laughs> so for Halloween. You'll April, never remember you remembered it. For Halloween, April, uh, she dressed up as a, a burger and fries. So she, had a, she was a Both? burger. She was a burger and she had fries on her head. That's fine. And we went to a pizza place that night, and we weren't being served quickly enough. And April, I think she was joking, but I'm not sure even. She was like, they're disrespecting me because I'm dressed like a burger. <laughs> and she was just like really pissed because they were taking a while to get to us. I'm like, honey, we haven't like evolved. <laughs> Is that real? Is that real? Yeah. I go, we haven't. I was calming her down. I'm like, we have not evolved enough as a species for you know, foods to respect our differences at this point. <laughs> like, you can't expect so miracles funny. in one Halloween. You can't dress as a burger and fries and expect good service at a pizza place, okay? Foods do not accept each other's differences yet. I love, yeah, foods have not evolutionarily gotten to that place. I yeah. love the idea of her being like, excuse me, can I have some service? And just the general manager in a pizza costume comes out and goes, they were dressed no, ma'am, pizza. we're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> I mean... She did, she did go up to the yeah, a few of them were. She was um we and she was pissed too because she had a pizza costume in the uh in the car. At this point April what is, is not what? Yeah. At this point April is not um even making any commitment towards Halloween. She'll put she'll buy like seven costumes, put them in the car, and we'll go to different Halloween events and she'll just put on whatever she wants to at that particular event. So she doesn't want to do any more of the Halloween stuff. No, she loves Halloween so much that she can't even... She is the everything bagel of Halloween. Of Halloween. Yeah. Um, can you tell me this? Do you think that her giving up on the costume has to do with how much uh, focus she has to put on the kids' costume? Well, they rotate costumes, too, a little bit. Um, you know, um, Chance was a penguin this year. Like a big, fluffy penguin. And when was some kind of creature from... From Minecraft, the video game. Um, but that deflated, and I think he was close to suffocating. So we had to get him out of there. Jesus. Yeah, had to get him out. Had to get him out of there. Hot fire below. You so know what wait, I'm saying? Hot you, fire below. So you're saying the better kid <laughs> likes Minecraft? <laughs> no, actually, Chance is the Minecraft fan. Is fan. I don't know why Win uh, wanted That's to. what I was going to say. I think Minecraft is terrible. I said, my godson could care for that. <laughs> In any event... Uh, she got pissed. She actually did go to the front desk or front counter and asked where our pizza was and if this was, you know, if this was personal. Really? Yeah. And what did they say? They said it was not, that they were going to get us our pizza as soon as they could. But they were taking a long time. 
She so had fries on her head. This is a good. <laughs> this is a good segue <laughs> because um, they don't have Halloween in France. Yeah, what happened out there? So it's very strange. But I do want to say, why hasn't anyone? If you haven't had an egg bagel mm-hmm. with butter and peanut butter, what are you doing? Try it. I also like egg. It can be a plain bagel, any bagel. So like egg bagel with uh, jelly and cream cheese. Try that. Jelly and cream cheese. Hmm. Butter and peanut butter or jelly and cream cheese. You'll never go back. Hmm. You'll never be a bagel and cream cheese person again. Hmm. I haven't tried that. France, well, then I don't consider Tell you me quite about the France. man that I... Uh, I, 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 would get, I would get like a text from you or a... You know, a message maybe at four in the morning, five in the morning, once in a while. I didn't know what was going on out there. It seems like you're having a good time. It was good. It was intense, but it was really good. I, uh, Megan O and I went to Red Lobster earlier. Yeah. And I wanted to offer you a Red Lobster fresh fish, live lobster, uh, freshen up towel. So it says, now freshen up. After enjoying the best sea... Best the sea has to offer. Use this moist, comma, lemon-scented towelette with cleaning lotion. Okay. Thank you. Wow. That's quite a gesture. Why don't you and I both, uh, just before I talk about France, uh, why don't you and I just, if you could read the directions and we'll sort of do it together. Okay. I'm going to open this up. Well, no, you haven't read the directions. It's useful at the airport. I've done this before. Okay. Well, for those of you who don't know, the directions are to tear open the packet and freshen up. It dries in seconds, leaving skin soft and smooth, which doesn't feel like a direction. That just feels like a description. When do you eat them? If you had... Oh, it doesn't taste that good. Well, it's lemon scented. (laughs) At least it's lemon. For red lobster, that's not... Oh. You just use it on your face. I mean, cash! It's time for the Heimlich. Use the cord. Use the cord? Uh, okay. I'm using the, the electric cord. Oh, thank you. Ooh, that was oh. close. Oh. That was close. So on that tip, uh, Kate gave me the Heimlich for the first time. Are you serious? That's a good thing. Couples don't do that enough. It's not, you know, um, there's no Heimlich position, right? Do you think anyone has the Heimlich position when they're having sex? Anybody ever have the Heimlich? Really got into it last night. Did the Heimlich position? You know, I was right there under a rib cage, right there. Started with the CPR, went straight to the Heimlich. <laughs> right? That's great. There's not enough. First base, CPR. Yeah. Second base, the pounding of the chest, the hitting of the chest. <laughs> right. Third base, what do you think that is? I mean, that would be. Uh, uh, the, so the mouth the, to mouth? The, no, the, the pressing down. Okay, the, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. two, three. Yeah. Huh, huh, yeah. Huh, Clear. Huh, yeah, yeah. Huh. And then, then the uh, home base. I mean, if you go all the way. Base, you go all the way. Heimlich last night. The Heimlich last night. We were Heimlicking all night. I was Heimlicking that. I think you can finish this one. <laughs> I get a little self-conscious about um, sort of doing fake, dirty humor. I mean, I'm not, I know. Because uh, once we had uh, some of the 12 and a half come... To a show, and as a father and son that listen together, yeah, yeah, and I felt like sometimes that would make it. Some of awkward, our older so episodes are dirtier, and you know, uh, but it's not a real type of dirty. Like it's not. I see. I don't like the hip hop that's going on right now. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of. Mm-hmm. I love old school, '90s, early 2000s, late 2010s, 
early 2020s, late 2030s hip hop. Yeah. But not a fan of this current hip hop, this contemporary, which is just like, "Mm, mm, 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 nasty bit. And wear dicks, nasty bitches, and ugly dicks. It's nasty bitch saying, Ooh, all night, what's wrong with that dick? It points to the right. I said, Nasty bitches, and ugly dicks. I said, Nasty bitches, and look at that dick. I don't like your dick, so don't tell me your name. Oh, too late. I saw your name tag. It's Rick. I had something that's like, I don't, that to me, that's not music. Yeah, that's the last part didn't even totally. I don't know that that is music. So for me. Yeah. I don't want any of this kind of nasty bitches yeah. and an ugly dick. Oh, nasty bitches. <laughs> and I'm doing it all night because nasty bitches say that dick makes a little bend to the right. It's not music yeah, for me. There was some rhyming that went on there with the. the I don't like. The, I just. The, I don't care. Sorry. You know, if it rhymes. Gearing towards the right. I think that was clever. If it rhymes, I don't. I just don't care for it. So I'm more of an Emily Dickinson. I think we need to rename a lot of things. I want to go back to this uh, Heimlich position uh, talk here. We'll we'll move it along. We're going to go back to where were you, but we'll move it along to essential questions of human nature. Heimlich, more like Heim ugly dick. Because. More like, what's your name tag say? Heim Rick? You know, (laughs) essential question of human nature. You know I like. Do you know that you can say anything that's not that funny, but if you quietly laugh at it yourself, you're protected? So you can be like. I'm like more like I'm dick. <laughs> it's protection. Yeah, I think how how often can a comedian do that on stage though before the crowd becomes annoyed with it? I think you have I'll maybe, try it tonight. I, I think here you in Brant. I mean, I looked out. The, I think you have about two or three. We're in the penthouse here at the hotel. Yeah, and I you looked out. Two the, or three. Yeah, go on. I'm, anyway, I just I looked out the balcony. I saw Brea is so beautiful. I saw, I could see the mall and the parking lot, and then. I looked further beyond the construction, and there was a median. And I said, you know, I can relate to that because I'm a comedian. <laughs> I think there's two. You can do it two or three times a show. I think that they are suffering from that on like this. No one's ever done it live week or well, weekend they're sort of right cracking now. up. I'm, cr- saying, I'm saying the character, crack the up joke, of- jokes. It becomes. <laughs> yeah, but this is you're not really laughing. You're just going something, something stupid, and then you go. <laughs> kind of its own thing. It's I interrupt you. I'm sorry. It's more mysterious. It's like, well, continue, what does continue. he know that I don't? Renaming. Um, you know I like to swim. You love it. And one thing that concerns me about swimming is the stroke. The names of the strokes, I think, need to be renamed. Uh, the strokes, you know, freestyle. Tit stroke. Backstroke. I don't think there's a tit stroke. Fun backstroke. Uh, fun backstroke. None of that. <laughs> See, now you're, at least you're going Lovely to Lovely lady lump stroke. <laughs> right? The American crawl. The backstroke, the breaststroke, the butterfly. Butterfly is not even the right animal for something that would happen in the water. I feel like strokes should be based on sea creatures or animals that swim. You should be like, she does a great whale. It's a great whale stroke. Or, uh, you know, um, I don't know about his backstroke, but... Uh, he could be a dolphin. Well, there's a dolphin kick. But so what's weird is there's a butterfly like, uh, stroke, that but guy the butterfly great, would die underwater. He does a great, he does a great octopus. But how would... a great octopus. I don't even know what or that would look she like. she fell off the boat, and we were concerned because she can't swim, but she does a good barnacle. 
Which she is sort of grabbing stroke. onto yeah, them. Barnacle stroke. You don't think mammary balloon stroke is an appropriate? <laughs> Jump in the water and let's watch you do a plankton. Let's have you do a plankton and see, see where this goes. I was just laying flat and drowning. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, there it is. See, it's perfect. No All right. Halloween in France. No Halloween in France. Did you miss it? Yeah. They, a couple places tried. They had a, um, a jack-o'-lantern, but mm-hmm. not with a candle yeah. in it. No one dressed up. Kate and I even talked about what we were going to be. And I asked her, we had actually a really interesting night where I was working and Kate was sleeping. And she was sort of talking in her sleep, which is always so funny. I wrote down a bunch of things she said in her sleep. I can read it in the next episode, maybe. But... Um, when she talks in her sleep, it's very funny. She's sort of almost cognizant, but not quite. So it's really funny to talk to her. Yeah. Because you get these answers that aren't quite, you know, she's like, if we can just find the hole in the wall, and then you have to put two, you have to two in the wall, and then I was going to tell her. But I want to get, I want to get, I say, you want to get what? And she goes, it's, you know, I said, are you, you'd like to get what? And she's like, English. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't make sense, but she'll still answer you and stuff. You've heard so, the song about that, right? What is it? She tells me that she loves me. She tells me that I she had needs not asked me. Already. And I know that I'm right, because I hear it in the night. I hear the secrets that you keep. Do, do, do. Boop, boop. When you're talking in your sleep, <laughs> you're so close to not remembering. The secrets that you keep. Do you think you do the falsetto when you're talking in your sleep? Is anybody listening wondering? Is anybody listening wondering? Is anybody listening? I know that I'm right because I hear it in the hockey hockey high. Can, you haven't heard that song before? Can I think it's by the... I, it by I the, realize just now, I've never heard you sing... Normally? Normally. Only in the falsetto. You must be terrible singing in the real... No, that's not true. Oh, ah, oh, ah. It's I'm easier looking, in the I'm falsetto. I'm looking who sang that song because it's one of my favorites. Uh, so I said to Kate okay, while on. she Sorry was... No, 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 no. I'm, while you're looking that up. So... I said to Kate while she was sort of sleeping, I said, um, what should we be for Halloween? And she said, uh, duh. And I said, well, what? And she goes, you're a baked potato. She said that? And I'm going to be a flower, a pot with one flower. I thought that was great because at our wedding, you actually asked I had a whole, Yeah, I had a whole baked potato theme. Whole potato theme, and then uh, so whole potato theme, and then uh, that's perfect. A, a pot with one flower for her. Yeah. So we were totally going to figure out how to do that, and then you know she had a, so much work to do that we didn't. We felt bad, and then no one has Halloween parties there. Nobody dresses up. Nothing. It's just well, another day. If it makes you feel any better... It's really weird because New York is the capital of having fun yeah. on Halloween. And April, so really April and I, I think, are more into Halloween now than our kids are. They're already getting old enough where they're not well, what, totally into it. They're weird. into the candy. I saw them, though, uh, trading like trading candy after. Oh, that, that, that's fun. It was so fun watching Chance uh, bamboozle his little brother. 
It was crazy to watch. Was gaming win? Yeah, he goes, they had the two. I'll I'll slap the smile off his face next time I see him. They had these two Snickers bars, and Wynn was like, Dada, are these Snickers bars the same size as when you trick-or-treated back in the day? Like the extra big ones? And I'm like, yeah, these are the the real deal. Uh, Because they give them these little... No, fun, fun size, yeah. fun size, it's yeah. more shit. It's a lot of fun it's to have shit. less candy. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Chance was like, I'll, "I'll give you one of these Snickers." Although instead of king size, they should call it sad size. <laughs> yeah, good. I'll give you one Snickers, and he traded it with Win. He's like, "And you give me a Snickers back and a lollipop." And Win was like, "Okay." Why though? <laughs> he was just taking advantage of his brother. It was so fun to watch. I go, Chance, come on, buddy. You're, you're kind of taking advantage there. Wait, Straight up Snickers for each other, but one guy gets a lollipop, too. But why what? did he... So he What's said, he he said I'll give you my Snickers. I'll give you my Snickers. You give me your Snickers, but you throw in a lollipop. And Wynn was like, all right. All right. He looked a little confused, like, I'm not sure what I'm getting here. But I assume something's in it for me. It is he sm- trusts his brother. It's That's really smart, what it it's is. It's smart of Chance to... Say, um, uh, it's it's smart of chance to sort of say the I'll give you my Snickers first because he can't win with hey you give me a Snickers and a lollipop and I'll give you a Snickers right. that doesn't work right so he did in the right direction but he's a bad kid I mean he's a uh, bad child I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot wrong with some, him yeah, yeah some definitely some weaknesses there. Um, so you got so tell me more about Europe. What else happened out there? I know that uh, things went great with Kate's. Well, it was really weird. Installation. You know, it, so I got there on October second, and her installation, the the actual the entire festival parkour de la art in Avignon, France, which is in the south of France, all kind of um, it all started on October fifth. So. But she was installing with several other people, and it was this really involved thing where it was two rooms, a hallway, and then across from that sort of space was another room, right? So really kind of a foyer, or as I call it, a foyer, and then two rooms, and then a hallway, and across the hallway was another room. And she really, you know, was doing... her, Her work is really involved, but she had... A guy doing sound design. Somebody had already worked with her on scent design. Uh, her friend, she hired. It's never, never I'm going to say this. They get along great. It worked out perfectly. But in my experience, never a great idea to hire a friend or a family member to work with you. Mm-hmm. Or really work for you. Just not a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to end well. Um. And it's usually if you're the one paying instead of receiving money, you're going to end up being the one that kind of loses out and gets the bad. Well, I, sometimes you're I get the short about, end of the stick. Sometimes and, I feel that way about loaning money to a friend because um, they hold it against you. They think you're thinking about it all the time till it gets paid back. You might not be, but you also. It is possible you will be. <laughs> like so. Either way, it's. Uh, it I mean, I, I loaned money it to. Strangeness. Uh, somebody from college who was in my ironic fraternity. And I said, you know, I don't expect you to ever pay this back. And he said, no, I'm going to pay you back. As soon as I get, I'm going to, that was eight years ago or something like yeah. that. And I told him directly, you don't have to pay me back, you know? 
But it's also in our family. We've got some, you know, we've got my my parents are loaning money or giving money to sort of other family members, and it's really damaging. First of all, I don't think it helps them. I think when you pay a friend to do something or if you loan money or give them money, you're not really helping them. You may be getting them out of a scrape, but you're likely extending, you know, what's mm-hmm. happening, which is mm-hmm. that they need to kind of learn a hard lesson. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That obviously scratches the surface of something deeper than I'm dealing with in the last 96 hours. So, uh, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was fascinating because, she, you know, she did. She worked with a couple of friends, one of her friends came in and, you know, is an expert in installation art, uh, who I love, Jen Brodigam, and her husband, a genius, Matt Murfitt, uh, Matt Murfert, very strange last name, mm-hmm. Matt Murfert. Yeah. Um, but he's great, you know, and they're, but they're also, you know, you as a couple probably have friends that Jen and Matt sort of came in and just were there to help. And we have other friends, um, uh, Julie and Brian Keevney. We only choose friends that have strange last names. That's yeah. our policy. Yeah. And they also kind of are always there to help. What's the? So she had a lot of people that were working with her uh, to make this uh, installation work, and it. She wouldn't let me see it, so I wasn't allowed. So for really, so I got there on October second. So for three days, she was working nonstop uh, on the installation, and I said, "Well, do you want me to help?" She goes, "No, you can't see it till it's done." So what did you do? You're my biggest three critic. Days? Just day drink nonstop. Just go from cafe serious? to cafe and write and just have wine and bread and cheese. I mean, that's all there is to do in France. I mean, that's all they do. They, and I don't really want to drink coffee. Yeah. So they just, everyone all day is having a rosé and then you, so just sit and, you know, have a... For three days. Yeah. Now, when she says you're her greatest critic... Uh, I thought that was weird. She didn't say greatest, which I would have... Appreciate it, I think. She said, you're my number one critic. You're my biggest critic. I said, well, I'm not very critical of you. And she said, well, I just want, you know, your first impression is. Okay. So then she finished it. And that night she came home at like, I woke up at one from jet lag and she came home at three in the morning. And from the day drinking for three days. And she came in at (laughs) three in the morning. Yeah. And she was so wasted. She was just, it worked so hard. Yeah. And I was kind of waiting till three in the morning, and then she kind of stumbled in, fell on, fell down on the bed, and said, "I'm done. I did it. I'm done. I'm done." And the next night, no, but what were her dreams like? Did she talk in her sleep? Yeah, but the next night, what did she say? Well, I can read them for you. But the next night, she woke up early and was like, "I got to finish the." God damn it! You tell me that you love me And I know that I'm right Because I hear it in the night I hear It's the romantics The romantics When you're talking in your sleep I hear the secrets that you keep Boop, boop, boop Boop, boop Okay, alright, sorry about that, buddy Go on, go on with your story We won't do that again Unbelievable um, 
So she didn't talk in her sleep. She fell asleep. She can't. She woke up, and then you went and saw the installation for the first time. I mean, so I. Okay, yeah. Here I have it. So I saw the installation for the first. But I want to tell you, this is how hard she worked. She, in her sleep, the night that she had finished what she did, she was still working. You think? She wrote. I think she was just getting it all out. She. This is. China and France, is it special or is it just the regular, is the title of this. It's Kate's Fever Dream, October 7th, 2019. <laughs> this this show is getting so personal. Here, like it's like, here are some excerpts. They, our, our wives can't talk in their sleep without uh, Here's some excerpts. People, 12 and a half people she hearing think it's funny. She loves the 12 okay, and a half. Okay. They're her favorite. Okay. Here's some excerpts. We got out of uh, the balloon up, but if you can hold it up there, there are three holes in the wall we... We got to see how to do it. We just have one little tweak. There's a special name for it in Italian. There's got to be because it's so special. At that point, I woke up and I was like, I'm going to start writing this down. I, re- I have to, I got to, I got to have a record of this. She goes, we're going to try and get praise and affection to wrap it up today because other people have other shit to do. I was like, what? Did you think of audio taping it? Because we could put that to music. I should have, but it was... It was too sporadic. I never knew if it was going to stop. She said, can you tell me what's in the last chamber of our working wall? Can we get the electricity to put it in the bowl wall? I go, what did you say, Kate? And then she said, do you you understand that I just had some really good froyo? I said, you you mean you had some really good frozen yogurt? And she goes, what I meant to say is bread. Well, because they call everything different over there. They have a whole different language over there. So bread is called froyo in France. Yeah, It's true, actually, that a dowel, so like a wooden stick, is called a baguette. Okay, okay. So the bread (laughs) is called a baguette and a wooden stick. Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. I was trying to think of things that are like that in English, but I couldn't think of any. Yeah, well, you know, when you suck out the innards of a bagel, sometimes they call it a dowel. I guess, I hate to go right there, but... A private dick, like an investigator, yeah. and then like a dick or a okay. cock. Yeah, yeah. You know, rooster and yeah. She was like a collector or investor. It's good you you both to go hear what I'm about to say. And I said, What are you about to say? And she goes, English. <laughs> so it just it, So you can ask her questions while she's sleeping. Yeah, talking? and she'll answer them. And she'll answer them. And she was speaking um yeah, she goes, don't, don't, I go, I go what, you? she goes, how do you get, how do you have the summer breeze come in and not get sick? Where do you move? So I turn on the air conditioner, I'll turn it off. She's like, don't talk, just listen, TT. It's so beautiful when you're going because money making, beautiful, plus reality equals money making. And I was just like, like the song, money making, money making. And she's yeah. like, baguette. Like it just, it's so ridiculous, but... It was her subconsciously trying to get out the rest of the everything, you know, in the work that she did. But she woke up after she had finished the she woke up at like five in the morning, got dressed, got ready, woke me up and said, I got to go to space. We got to finish what we're doing. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm heading to space. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. We just got to finish. And I was like, Kate, the installation is done. You finished yesterday. So you don't need to go in today. It opens today. And she was like, what? So like, yeah, go to sleep. <laughs> so she, when it comes to 
her work. I think she really does push herself. To the ex- limit. Well, exactly as hard as I do. And so you went in there, and, and what did you think? Well, I just had no idea that it was going to be so involved, so detailed. I mean, there must have been five or 600 individual artifacts. You know, you'd walk in, it's impossible to explain, but you walk into the sort of foyer thing, and you know, this is you entering this sort of, it's in a building, but it feels like a residential, it feels like an apartment. So you're walking in, and then on the right, there's a cabinet that's open, and it's all these tiny, ornate vases with feathers in them that have glass, they call, I guess they're called cloches, over them. Mm-hmm. And then a cleaning solution with a poem stenciled on it and yellow rubber gloves. And then you go, and above you is a chandelier that she made that looks like a hot air balloon out of, like, wood. And and then you go in, and there's a video installation of white seagulls flying, just silhouettes. And, you know, you look around, it's pretty sparse, but there's magazines, and there's, you know, a tiny little frame with one of her other poems. And there's a bench where you can sit and watch the insulation. And, you know, there's sound designs. You're hearing all that. And then you go, and there's a uh, sort of a, like a fabric screen that has a photograph printed on it from a previous installation. And then you go into what she's turned into the kitchen room. And it's sort of a dinner table that's set. But on the middle of it is an ottoman with candles that have melted. There's a kimono uh, attached to a, uh, a boat that has sort of white handkerchiefs on a, uh, a string leading so, along. And how much space does this all cover? Are you saying it's like a studio or a one-bedroom type size? What, what are it's we talking that, about? It's the size of like a three-bedroom apartment. You know, and they gave it to her. Folks, if your closet... So big that Kate can do an installation in. You get too you, big your closet. You got, yeah. Your closet is too big. <laughs> um, and then in the other room. So there's more than one in, room. Yeah. Oh, there's four rooms. So it's like she's, in the other she's basically, room. basically put together a whole museum. Yeah. It was a museum size exhibition. And the other room had a That's rug, amazing. And embroidered on it was a constellation and then another poem. And there was a scale with sort of lead shavings on one side and then paper shavings on the other side. And then she made this shadow box and there's like two closets and they have women's clothing that were from her past and men's clothing from her past. And this tree that she had brought in there, which is crazy because you walk into a place and you're like, that's a fucking tree. Let me ask you. Let's let's and say. There were, hold on. And, okay. the, and there were, um, you know, things within the tree that the closer you got, the more you saw but the best example is she made a shadow box, which is this sort of, it looked like a framed mirror. And then when you walk up to it, a sensor can tell you there, and the mirror goes away, and behind it you can see a little wooden toy boat and then a poem that she wrote. And then if you back away from it, it becomes a mirror again. Wow. Let's, let me ask you. So that's the kind of stuff that she was doing there, and it was so <coughs> involved and so overwhelming that I kind of she goes well you're my big what do you think and I said look I didn't <coughs> I did not expect this you know I just didn't expect something this size and she was 
I think top couple artists there, they said that more people had gone to see her exhibition. It sounds than awesome. Really any of the other ones. It was yeah. a big success. You were. I, I talked to you. Were very excited about it, and I wish I could have seen it myself. But I was I'm at the airport did, yeah. trying to get uh, my charger back, and we'll talk about that later in the episode. Yeah. But I will ask you this: if you could live in that space. Was it pleasant to live there? I'm trying to picture, like, would you live? Would you want to live in it? No. No. It's clearly an installation. It feels like you walk into somebody else's apartment that's also a museum. And you're seeing a lot more of them or interpretations of them than you want to, than you should. Mm. So it, it's, it's impossible to describe. You have to What, what feelings it. Does, it, uh, does it pull out of people in terms of, like, I mean, does it? Because art always <laughs> inspires people to feel different ways, obviously. Um, but does it? Is it mysterious? How would you describe that aspect of it? And I, I don't mean to pry too much. I'm just trying to understand how it made people no, I, feel. No, I think that it's. Uh, I think that it's mysterious would be a good one. I think it's it's sort of not saddening, but kind of. Yeah, no, you feel some melancholy there. It's. Um, at times confusing, but it's kind of poetry and it's installation, which is sort of art. So it's really, it's sometimes puzzling, but other times you're just kind of looking and taking it all in. You were super impressed. I was really impressed. And you're her greatest critic. She went above and beyond and the festival really thought she was one of the best contenders and 3000 people apply. They choose 35. That's awesome. And uh, she was like top three. That's so awesome. And you can't it's, really, yeah. you know, you don't judge those things. But, I mean, when you do a comedy festival, people say, oh, these were the five funniest people that yeah. I thought. So it was really exciting. But it was strange for me to live in France. First of all, in the south of France, where I am not famous at all, which is amazing. That's so nice. You know, I'm just walking around. doesn't matter, you know. Now I'm famous enough that people don't act like... They know who I am. So that's a new level of weird, but within this, it was really, um, you know, it's, it's, I'm in a foreign land where they have their own entertainment ecosystem, their own TV shows, their own movies. And you've been taking a break like this since I met you. Well, I've never done, I've never gone so long without doing stand up since I started stand up. So it's yeah. been 16 years that I've done more than a week right. or so of doing stand up. And so, this how did that five feel? Weeks. Could you could you live without it or not? Were you fairly happy in, in your in a different way? I think it was. Yeah, I was happy, but I don't think I was kind of happy because I knew like eventually this is gonna and I, right. And then the first show that I did back, which was Mobile, Alabama, was a blast. You know, it reminds you. But I did do a show in Paris. Yeah, and that was really funny because they understand English, but they don't speak a lot of English. So. I did most of my act, but I had to slow down the cadence and do the act like this right, speed. Right. Yeah. And that was really funny. I found myself acting things out. So I'd be like, and so you ever, do you guys ever wake up? I'm like, oh, wake up, you know? And I would make like a bed, yeah. you know, that I w- w- wake up and I'm stretching my arms out. You ever wake up? And there's no way to know if they're going, yeah, we yeah. know how to fucking say yeah. wake up. Yeah. But you just kind of got to do it that way. So it, that was really successful and people loved it. And much more people than I expected showed up. 
Um, but I didn't count that as a real show. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. In some ways, that counts as like double show. I don't think so. I disagree, and I, frankly, I'm, I'm offended. I and I don't blame you. Um, but it was, I take umbrage with how offended you are. Um, I have. <laughs> uh, I feel you've crossed the line with your umbrages. How often are people offended that other people are offended? I find I remember, it offensive. So Alec Berg. I was watching. Curb Your Enthusiasm recently. And Alec Berg, who is this terrible guy I worked with on Silicon Valley, showrunner and sometimes director. He's a great writer, but he's really bad energy. And he, uh, once I said aplomb, yeah. like I was joking around, I was like, with aplomb, with aplomb. And he goes, you don't seriously think it's pronounced aplomb. And I was like, what? And he goes, it's aplomb. I said, it's a plum? And he goes, yeah. I was like, okay. But you knew what I was saying, right? And he goes, I mean, yeah. And I go, well, then why the fuck are we having this conversation? <laughs> so I, I just think, you know, I take umbrage with people. Sorry, I take umbrage. Umbrage. With people arguing over the pronounce, pronunciation yeah. of a plume. Um, so we're doing Where Were You's. I think you were... You were still in France. I did a show <clears throat> that I've been wanting to tell you about in uh, Chicago. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, was in a, uh, it was in a conference room sort of on the back of a restaurant, a Gibson's restaurant. Good steakhouse, terrible and, uh, comedy venue. Well, you know, but it had its own private room, so it was going to be fine. About 200 people. And I was supposed to go up after dinner and perform for about 200 of their clients, financial company. And they told me before I went up, you know, I was supposed to go up, you know, after dessert. Things were running late, and they decided to, uh, they came to me, they're like, hey, do you think we could start now? Uh, you know, the dinner's, they're done with their dinner. And I'm thinking, normally I might argue against it, but I also had a 10:15 flight, which we were going to go up, it was going to be real close. If I was right. going to make that if we didn't start soon. And uh, I don't think I have the luxury to wait till after dessert. So I thought. So I said, "Well, all right, um, let's do this." But they got to hold dessert for at least seven to ten minutes. I need to get on stage and really establish myself, and then they'll bring out the desserts. Because just make sure they hold the desserts, right? And they're like, "Okay." So they bring me up on stage, and I swear, the minute I got up there, a hundred different waiters and waitresses descended upon the crowd. With giant, each table had a giant, maybe large pizza with a pyramid on top style ice cream dessert with one for each table with a big steak knife in the middle. And the crowd went absolutely apeshit, taking pictures with the ice cream, uh, doing selfies with the ice cream. I mean, this was like, it was like that big. Why and don't like, they care? And it was that high with a steak knife in the middle. Now they're going to have to share the ice cream. So not only... Am I competing against this dessert now uh, in terms of distraction? But um, they have to share it and cut it for each other. And if they ignore it, the distraction is melting. Like my, the thing that I'm competing against is melting as I'm yeah. trying to perform. And it was a bloodbath. Blood it was brutal. Why, why don't they I was, care about they the show? They were not listening at all. I don't, the I, they, maybe they, didn't, they never asked what dessert was going to be. 
Um, they never relayed the message to the uh, to the staff that they need to hold dessert. But Why I had never seen a dessert Don't like this. It was to... like giant mud, like a giant pyramid of a mud pie on each table. Jesus. And uh, I was getting eaten alive. And I'm trying to get them to 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 focus on me. No one was listening for at least 15 to 20 minutes. Finally, I got their attention. But I've never had that level of distraction during a show. So I went long because once I got their attention, I wanted to have the best set possible, right? So now I'm really close. And I rush straight to the airport, right? Um, And I get to the airport, and I'm the last guy to make the flight. Really? And Like they're closing the doors? They're about to close, and the guy at the gate is still there, though. And uh, I go to the gate and I said, hey, um, do you guys have like a, do you have like an aisle seat? Um, Because I was in a middle seat. And he goes, no, this flight is completely booked. And then he he pauses for a second. He goes, we do have a uh, exit row. And and I go, okay, well, I'll take that. And he kind of looks at my ticket and he goes, "Uh, that'll be $125. What? Yeah. And I go, um, so what's going to happen if there's like an accident if no one's in that row? Because, um, you know, I could really be very helpful right. in the emergency exit. Really? And, uh, and he's like, yeah, no, it's $125. And I go, so let me get this straight. And I'm getting kind of angry now because there's no one behind me. And it's like, come on, dude. We all know that there's a button you could push. These people that work these, and they're called customer service jobs, well, which is ironic people, because so I'm a little well, offended. We all know there's, yeah. a push, there's a button you could push to fix this situation. You know, you don't need to charge me $125. We've all been moved to that seat. There's no like rule. No one's watching us right now. You can so move no me to that seat. No one's in the emergency no exit, right? Right. So he goes, he goes, yeah, well, I can't help you. It's $125. I go, so let me get this straight. If there is a, a crash, uh, I'm going to actually pay you. $125 to help other people off the plane and be a hero. Now, if there's an accident, would I, and I am that hero that helps people off the plane. They used would, to that I am that hero. Yeah, I go, well, something like that. Okay, I, go, uh, I really, if you want to make a t-shirt that says, <laughs> I am that hero. I am that hero. $125, I go, question mark, I am that hero. <laughs> I go, let me get this straight. Uh, will I get some of this money back if it turns out? Because I don't think that's a great place to be. I'm the one helping anyone off the plane. I'm the one that's supposed to be... Uh, You're actually, I'm working for the airline. I'm paying you to work for you. And he goes, uh, I don't think I can let you on this flight. Because I said the word crash, I guess. Right? Or something. You know? And then I had to, yeah, I had to sort of backpedal a little bit. And eventually he did let me on the flight. And um, Did you pay the money? I did not pay the money and I sat in that seat. That's what ended up happening. But don't you think that's ridiculous that you're paying extra money to stay in the emergency exit? Well, Or it, maybe you could look at it as, I, in an emergency, I'm going to get off first. Maybe that's what you're paying for. You pay, maybe they expect you're not going to be you heroic. Know, Megan o, Do they expect you to be... Megan O is a master of... She came to the hotel. She knew the guy's name. She said, oh, we talked last night. Said, hey, can we get adjoining rooms? They said, oh no, we didn't, because she knew that they didn't have them. She, yeah. Oh no, we can't. I'm sorry, we're pretty booked. It's like great. Well, you, uh, you know, you mentioned something about an upgrade. I don't know this guy did, but she's like, Devin, you mentioned something about an upgrade, didn't you? Because, um, I mean, I can check. She's like, that would be great because we don't have adjoining room. You know, it'd be yeah. nice to just be able yeah. to. 
surprise him with something sure, great. Sure. And uh, we are currently in the penthouse of the hotel. <laughs> I mean, that's the power she has over saying, like, yeah. make them feel like a human being. Yeah. And make them feel special. Because they do have the power to do mm-hmm. that. So I think maybe if you didn't get mad. Oh, no. It was already too late. You think? Mm-hmm. What if you? I been, know. I know that strategy. Take, which, what if when you, I sneak into a stadium, the first thing what I if do. You people, took a different angle say, and you said, "Hey, look, buddy." No, I, people say. People say, "Where do you sit when you get into these stadiums?" And the first thing I'll do is I'll go to a good area, and I'll go to the usher, and I'll befriend him. I'll ask him. I'll be like, "Hey, what? Uh, what kind of? I mean, if you had one day to live." Would you get a hot dog, hamburger, pizza over there in the concession stand? What concession item would you buy? What? Right? And he'll be like, I, I get the hot dog, right? That's a great. And we'll talk for that a while. Is a now great. he knows my name, right? Or now he knows, he's not my name, but he knows me. He knows my face. We've had a conversation. As I'm passing by him the next time, I'm like, I had the hot dog. Delish. Thanks, no, buddy. No, really? And now, now you've created a relationship, so the entire game, he's not going to ask for your ticket because it's become too personal for that. That would be embarrassing for him to ask his old friend. I mean, you have to talk for a little while. So you go... I always converse so with an say, usher. In, let's One say, usher. Instead yeah. of walking down to the front seats, you just go to the top of the stairs, talk to him for a little talk bit. Talk to the usher. I kind of create an angle where it looks like I was coming back up. And I'm like, hey, let me ask you something. Do you feel like they're going to win tonight? And then they start having a conversation about something. And then that becomes your ongoing conversation every time you pass him. He would be embarrassed have you already, to ask you. Have you already scouted the seat before you figure out the usher? You already want to, you know you want to be in the best area. So, But how do you know they're open seats? You move around when people get up and move. Or sometimes certain areas have an area behind a seat that you can sit on that's like a little ledge like behind the final seat, sometimes there's room back there. There's often areas that you'll see that are going to work that way. So that way you can have the best seats in the house. This is one for of the greatest events. regrets in my life is that I'll never be able to do a sneak in with you. I know because you're unless Doesn't work unless I'd be able to uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd be able to help. There are things I could bring to it. Yeah, uh, but it wouldn't be a true sneak in. Yeah, you know I can go. Hey, look. We're supposed to leave our tickets at the, but you know, obviously, I, I wouldn't come here without tickets, and then we could get in. But that's not what you do. How about this? Let's do a few maskers. I would love that if those maskers titillate you. End up tingulating my wooster. Give me a cord. How about that? All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, it's so fun to see you, man. It's so good to see it's you. It's great again. catching up, buddy. And we had some of the twelve and a half come to the show last night. It's um, always it was great amazing. To meet. Um, here's one by Snail so Trailing. So fun to meet that person. Holographic <sighs> pants, fashion of the future, or still public nudity? <laughs> <laughs> what are holographic pants? Well, your your pants would be a hologram, so you could see through them, but they would still look like pants. I think both. Okay. Okay. Of the future, it's the it's the still public nudity of the future. <laughs> Greg Zilla writes: Do the inhabitants of hell so still good. say "bless you" to each other after a sneeze? <laughs> yeah. What's the etiquette down there? I think I it's. Mean, is it every man I think it's himself? something like um, "achoo," ass, fuck you for all you've done. <laughs> <laughs> 
type of thing. <laughs> uh, Willie Cruz, comic. Danicus Gray says... Uh, Danicus Grayson says, Isn't coleslaw just an asshole sour salad? <laughs> an a-hole sour salad? Yeah. An a-hole sour salad. Um... I like coleslaw more than salad, uh, but it is a little more sour. So, yeah, I could see that. I get that. I think you got it, Willie Cruz. There it is. Uh, Barb Dwyer writes, fish and chips, a Love hot, this. buttery, tasty cod. Yes, 100%. That's good. That's that's almost... Uh, that's, it's almost too good. It's almost too tasty. Hot and spicy. Um, if you sleep on a waterbed, this is Jabba Wookie. I love Wookie. Wookie Jabba. If you sleep on a waterbed, is every dream a wet dream? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And a wet dream. Hell, you could drown in one of those. Shit, that's a lot of water, son. That's a lot of wicked doggy. <laughs> Hound Grog's Day. Uh, Hound Grog. At Hound Grog writes, I shan't even. What those basic wenches texted back in the Renaissance when they couldn't even? Yeah, I think instead of basic bitches, he's saying basic wenches. And I love, it's like, wait, so you're not coming over? It's only 3 a.m. And they, you know, it's like, what, thou shall not come over? Thou dost not want company of the man at 3 a.m.? And they just text back, I shan't even. But I do think they didn't text, they sent carrier pigeons. So that's the only thing I would, yeah. have, I would have said. If a chimp, this is Sean Sugru, if a chimpanzee steals your jet ski and rides it, is that monkey see, monkey see do? Yes, I love that. <laughs> I saw that one. I love that one. Definitely. So funny. And it's always great when you tag us if there's room, <clears throat> because then we can see them. We can see it. Oh, uh, here's one. Cody Crouch writes, are statues just decorative rocks? Yeah. I think it's so funny. Chance the other very, day, very decorative rocks. Chance the the other, most decorative yeah. rocks. Chance the other day was like, I, go, I was telling him I, I was great at something. He goes, you're not that great a man, though, Chance said. I go, what do you mean? He goes, I mean, you're a good guy, but it's not like they're going to make statues out of you. Really? Yeah. I go, he's like, you're not going to get a statue. <laughs> and, I, and I told him what we had discussed at a previous podcast. I go, my chance, back in the day, you couldn't throw a rock without hitting somebody they were going to make a statue out of. They're making statues out of everybody. There was no, there was well, no I, rhyme or I reason. I think your, your you know? response should be, son, uh, I'm getting my own statue commissioned. Oh, it yeah. would be really funny if you got. I can help you do this. If you got a bust of yourself, and then, <laughs> well, the other thing about statues in your is, house, and then they would see that there was a statue. This of you. is this is the truth about greatness too, though. Um, sometimes people are great at the expense of all other good qualities. Some of the people that that they've made statues out of. They found out that maybe those people had a few weaknesses that they didn't know about. So, oh, yeah, uh, you, you know, I don't think getting a statue made out of yourself is the true barometer of greatness. It's really just how many people listen to your hot and tasty pod. And we got 12 and a half. Yeah. You're shy. shy. H.C. Earwicker is becoming one of my favorites. H.C. Earwicker 1132 writes... 
Page 107 in Beyond Good and Evil. The idea that a mask of him might command the heart of the people irritates him and makes him impatient. What is it about masks that Nietzsche found so infuriating? Well, it's about the same goddamn thing I find irritating about maskers. It's not about masks. And for Nietzsche, it wasn't about masks either. It was about the man behind the man not being able to be seen. Mm. The facade of an individual Mm -hmm. doesn't hide an individual. It prevents the individual themselves from being seen. Thank you, H.C. Wicker. Thank you. Yeah, you really kept it under control there. That was impressive. I got pissed. Um... Uh, E.M. Harris, FOD Hero, says, lining the steps of the Capitol with hundreds of sugaro cacti. Political cactivism? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love that one. Yes. From downtown. Yes. E.M. Harris, three points. Brian LaRoche. He shoots. He scores. Brian LaRoche writes, Three points switch. Quick test. I squeezed you in Houston. Do you remember? (laughs) It's a weird maskers, but... Uh, I, I, it's not a maskers. I just thought I'd read that. No, no, no. It is. He's I, asking the masters yeah, if... Um, I, I, don't I don't remember, remember getting I'm squeezed, but I'm wondering, very can you curious. come back and do a second squeeze? I'm scheduled to be back in Houston with you. So we can... That's in... Uh, yeah, get in of, there. Shiny like, yeah. Sides 95%, uh, which is Shiny Sides 1. When the leading role in Ant-Man... Eats four full ladles instead of two, like last year of Thanksgiving dinner. Would that be a fully loaded rud? Mm. Yes. Yes. That's a, these are great maskers. I think I deserve my cord. three points. Swish. I think I deserve my cord. You deserve your uh, statue. I, but I love that shiny sides. I mean, that's so good. It's and a lot of people love the fully loaded. Spud, the barely loaded yeah. Spud episode, and um, we're loving doing all that kind of stuff on the road. I tweeted. Uh, I just want to do. Can we do yeah. a couple more? Just because yeah. okay. we. Okay. Um, a star is Jason Bourne at at underscore at attack. It says if both parents of a child are full time farmers, would any child they have be considered a farmy brat? Mm. I think you know. I'm not. I didn't get totally behind this until he hashtagged masters. Sorry, hashtag maskers. Hashtag armiesonly dot com. I got one. I I'm just telling you. I tweeted something which I talked about on stage last night too. I, I don't trust anyone over seventy five that doesn't limp. Okay. I don't think you've lived if you don't limp after the age of seven. Well, I don't trust that when you're limping, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about that some other time. I know what you're talking about. But uh, someone, Thane Jongenward, writes, Jesus. At what age is a younger person with a limp also not to be trusted? <laughs> I think three or four years old. Yeah. If you're a toddler and you're toddle limping, you're limp toddling, I don't trust you. Sean Brooks Williams writes, and this is uh, soup, soup and indie. Full moon, it looks like only one cheek. I like it. So full moon is both cheeks. So do you think 
I mean, is the moon when it's full two butt cheeks? And if so, then when a moon is elliptic, what, what's it called? A what's it called when it's crescent? just a crescent? When mm-hmm. it's a crescent, is that just a single butt cheek moon? I don't. Talking about renaming things, I think we should do that. It's a full moon, and then it's crescent moon. You go, that's a one cheek moon. <laughs> Uh, Blair Carlisle writes her hair reminds me of a once safe place where as a child I'd hide what kind of hairy ass place was Axl Rose hiding in <laughs> I do that made me laugh out loud her that hair is- reminds me of a once safe place where as a child I'd hide Where? what do you mean Where? what hair is he hiding in really I never thought about that lyric before that is an absolutely <laughs> atrocious Lyric is that indeed? Is that what he says for real? You're the one that uh, that kind of examines these lyrics too. I know. I I just am surprised I never noticed that. What kind of hairy ass place was Axl Rose hiding in? <laughs> Who's hiding in hair? That's I a mean, bad upbringing. I, to be honest with you, hair bands. Hair bands. Oh, bands in it. There you go. Hounds Grog Zay writes: When an orator asks me to lend them my ears, is it fair for me to ask them for a body part of equal or greater value in return? (laughs) I love that. I also love if an orator asks Van Gogh to lend him an ear. Is that why Van Gogh took it literally? I mean, is that what happened? Maybe somebody said, Van Gogh, lend me an air. He said, all right, mm. just don't get, you Take know, it give it back. Really. Yeah. yeah. Ben Villa, Ben underscore J Villa writes, fried potato skins, fully unloaded spuds. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. But they're not telling you it's going to be. Yeah. They're not saying. They're not if you saying look at the picture, spud. If you look at, we posted the picture. Fried the potato way. skins, actually. You think that's fully unloaded spud and then there's cheese and some sour yeah. cream. You go, oh boy. And Miles posted it on our Facebook page. Uh, go to Cashing In with TJ Miller Facebook page and check out that spud that was unloaded. It was uh, it was unloaded. It was fully. It's fully unloaded. unloaded. And people have seen it. Black chicken salad, BLK. Jeez, uh, I can't even. Hold on. Black chicken salad, BLK chicken salad writes... Is it worse to get the Brubaker clap or the Yentl herpes? <laughs> Yentl 13. <laughs> the forgotten the, period. The Brubaker clap. Uh, Christopher Williams, <clears throat> Williams C2, C2012, writes, I guess class of 2012? I don't know, that's strange. Interrupting your comedy acting buddy to tell a joke you haven't set up yet. Premature improvisation. I think that's good. Cash likes that one. I don't think it sounds close enough to ejaculation. Like, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, starting to frack uh, for oil earlier than the law allows. Premature fractulation. Mm. That would be something, you know. Still good. Apparently, I asked once, uh, Martin Peterson writes, and I, I asked that, is standing up the poor man's coffee? Yeah, I do. I love that. Say that. Do that one again. I think That's this is on the cashing in quotes, but apparently I said this. Standing up is the poor man's coffee. Yeah, I think it's true because you can't fall asleep standing up or it's you very can. hard. So why why go ahead with the coffee? Why sit down? Uh, Cy Cookson, <clears throat> C-Y-E Cookson, writes... 
What makes a shit brick stronger than a regular brick? He's built like a shit brick house. Never he's built like a brick house. It's actually, Cy, and I love you and I love your decision to drink Anchor Steam in a hoodie over a skull cap with dope frames. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, the actual saying is he's built like a brick shit house. Is that the phrase? Yeah, not a shit brick house. So a brick shit house is that's like an outhouse out of brick, and they yeah. made those very um, yeah. sturdy because you didn't want them to blow over and like wood because you, you had all your fee, feces in there. So I think we change this to uh, why is a a brick shit stronger than a regular shit? <laughs> this is already broken down. <laughs> a star is Jason Bourne writes. Is autumn just a bunch of trees getting naked? Hashtag naked trees, hashtag pine trees or prudes. <laughs> pine trees or prudes is great. That. Pine trees refuse to get naked. Autumn getting naked Prude. with the trees. A lot of nudity this time. Um, <coughs> excuse me. We got. Um, I gotta. I gotta get. I gotta haunted get Bay cord. Ride. Okay. At Haunted Bay Ride writes, is Holeslaw gaping salad yes and that's a real gross one to end on so i'll do what i always love to do and we'll find our way back this to is very this is very uh, we'll find our way topical. back to some of these earlier ones but okay go ahead, this is yeah. very topical stars born jason born also writes if an octopus is in favor of birds but only in exchange for a favor is that called squid pro crow yes love it <laughs> very and then we'll end now um and i've decided i think can I have the cord? I think I'm going to give, give you the, the prongest. Give me the prongiest prong. Um, I like to end always with the maskers that uh, might not be for us. <clears throat> so this is a retweet with a comment of Armand Gerber saying, This tweet is on in Tegligen da Ret Piefken angefet ho de Ministre Dank. Du Volga in de Uferden and der Zavagalden tells it all. Can the cheek seen de Belize makers? And Mirham Gipart writes Let's met tour de Mand Valen, Politek in Persun Licht in Parti Belang, Dollartekens in Nietz. Met Zog and Menson. Hashtag facade. Hashtag Moscas. I never said it better myself. Tell me that she loves me. You've reached Delta Snare Lines. And I know that I'm right because I hear it in the night. Please hold. You are number 64 in the hold line. 